When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, everybody? Dear Albie, this is how it, I mean, I guess it wasn't how it all began, but this is really how it all began. Chris is here. Hey, me and Chris, nobody else. That's it. Fuck them. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't go that hard. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I'm not that hardcore about it, but you know, you do seem pretty passionate. Um, how you been? I'm good. Doing well. How are busy. things? I'm busy. You know, it's We've hot been, out. Yeah. We've been busy. Um, you know, just trying to deal with the weather. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just changes, changes in life. A lot more grays than I used to have. Um, a couple other things. I've lost a significant amount of weight. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> dealing with that, none of my clothes fit. And it's weird because it's cool when you're, it's not the, um, um, in so many ways, I'm not Jared from Subway, but I'm not him in the sense that I'm all excited with like showing like my big pants. Like I didn't try to lose weight; I just lost a bunch of weight, and now I right. need to get new clothes. So um, do you feel? Do you? I feel bought a f- pair of pants. Are you fit or no? I'm just. That's what I wonder. I'm, are we fit or are we unhealthy? I think we're just really average, normal-bodied people. Mm. Like, I'm fat for European. You know. Like, like you ever go to Italy? Well, you've been to Italy, obviously. Like, and you just feel like, just like a lumpy piece of trash because they're all like so tiny and like, uh, we're not there yet, but I'm not like chubby anymore either. Well, I think that they have, but the, nothing fits me. They have the, um, uh, the advantage of, uh, they walk everywhere, which is kind of what we do now. Yeah. We do quite a few steps. But yeah, that's. I mean, you asked how I'm doing. That's how I'm doing. All right, getting older, getting skinnier, which is cool. Usually, you get older and heavier. I, I imagine um, you don't listen to the show much. Uh, no. Um, you know what though? I don't have like a commute. Right. Because I walk to work because I live so close. So I don't even listen to like I don't even know what new music is out there. No, I don't. You don't anything new? Um, how's that new girl? Everyone's good. Everyone's They're doing all, great. Every, the whole team is still the team. Everyone's good. Yeah, everyone's doing really good. Um. You brought up an interesting thing. I, I, and I think I mentioned this on the show. I didn't know. I had to ask who um, Dua Lipa was. I, I, like, I know you know who Dua Lipa is. Well, I, I don't know that like because you know what it is. Now I just hear songs. And to your point, with the no commute happening, it's not like I'm watching anything in the car that's telling me who's singing it. You know, yeah. I just hear the song. And now Jack Harlow. Um. So Jack Harlow to me is um. I don't understand him. I know his name, 
Um, but that's it. But I also, I'm also on a social media cleanse this entire summer. So I used to see things like on Instagram or Twitter, like, oh, check out Jar Carlo's new song. I don't know. So I know yeah, him. I know who he is. If he walked in the room, I'd be like, that's Jack Harlow. Or if somebody looked like him, I'd be like, look at this Jack Harlow looking guy. But I can't tell you much about his music. I knew who Jack Harlow was. I had heard the name before because of uh, someone I stand for, uh, Chet Hayes. He's, he's, I got no time for that fucking guy. <laughs> and I love, love a train wreck, but that guy, I just got no time for. I'm him. fascinated by him. I really am. I don't know if it's performance art or what, but there's so much happening. No, I don't think it is because he's been doing this since we were working in Mawa. We were sharing his videos with each other back in yes. the BLK days. So he's nothing if he's not consistent. It's just if you're Tom Hanks's kid and you're not famous yet for the reason you want to be famous, you should just shift gears. You know, he reminds me of Malibu's Most Wanted. Remember that guy? Yes, that's exactly who he is. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly who he is. He's a Malibu's most wanted guy. Absolutely. I think we just found our way into a rap beef. We did. That's all right. That's fine. Yeah. You're taking this one. I'll, I'm fine with that. Um, so a uh, couple of things. Uh, so since you don't listen to the show, we had a question that came in that, that caused quite a stir. Uh, a young lady that was asking if it was strange that her boyfriend, who she hadn't been seeing that long, has what he calls a me day, um, where basically he just uh, uh, addresses himself. He just, you know, plays with himself. That's what he does. Plays with himself? Yeah, basically, like they don't, they don't get, they don't get it on with each other. He takes care of it himself. In front of her? Uh, she didn't. Uh, I need to know that. No, it, it wasn't in front of her. She said that basically he's in a room that, like, he's got like I guess a, I assume an Xbox or something in there, um, but he shuts the door, and I guess. Why are you assuming he jerks off with an Xbox in the room? Well, I think the like I'm what, trying to recall the conversation. Without, I'm trying to recall the the question without reading the question. It was um uh, I think she actually said that there was a room that had like a video game system. And oh, so else. he like plays video games and like a man cave, pizza all day, like a man cave of sorts. You know, I mean, I think it's good to have a me day, but I don't know that you need to. Um, well, this came up. Um. It's good to like do what you want for a day, I guess. I guess I support it. Uh, people are just bugging about, you know, she was asking, is it weird? But people were writing, and so this came in. This was a chime. Uh, please keep my name anonymous if you read this, which I will. I'll do that. But, dear Albie, I wanted to share my personal story in reference to the topic of the Me Day on the latest podcast. I had gotten married young, at 20, in a very religious family where it's the custom to wait to have sex until you're married. During that entire marriage, my husband preferred to pleasure himself over the actual act of having sex. We were intimate at times, but he made it known that he didn't enjoy having sex, and a few years ago, he accused me of raping him. Needless to say, that marriage is over, unfortunately, because I come from such a religious background. Breaking up a marriage causes you to be shunned, so I lost my friends and family in the church. But now... I'm living my best life all around without the limitations of before. I was just going to say, I bet you she's got a way better thing going now. Because uh, who, who wants to deal with that? What was it? Who's that weird-ass family? The Duggars? There's like know. 30 of them. I'm not sure. I don't know. It seems like that. Like There's like super reli- – if you're very religious, God bless. Um, no pun intended, but it's you know good for you. I'm not saying that being religious is bad. But there are people that take it too far. Like There's like families that like – have like 30 kids and like one knows how to work on cars and one knows how to like cook and one knows how to clean and one knows how to build stuff and one knows how to fix stuff and they just like exist in their own little family community the amount of family we have is like my 
bar for like this is just about too much family mm. involvement. So they seem very if your family's new rule, if your family's involved in your sex life, it's just too far. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, you're shunned for breaking up your marriage. Fuck off, man. You don't know. This guy was you you don't know anything about that. Well, I think it's really, And how do you expect to make the right decision at 20? Well, what decision would you have made at 20 years old that you wouldn't regret right now? Well, if you stuck with it the it. whole time. But think about it like this, right? Is it a family? Well, I mean, I suppose this is an extension of the family. Is this where we go wrong when you get religion involved in stuff like this? Yeah, I think religion is just, I think it's a loaded gun. I think if you are a mature person, you can handle it. If you're not a mature person, you could take it too far in any direction. Like, that's why people, I mean, mo I mean, a lot of the problems in the world come stem from that. And again, I'm not saying religion's bad. I think it's a good thing. It provides a lot of stability and all that good stuff. But there's people that are like letter of the law people, like, you know, like, the people, is Chick-fil-A a sponsor? No. The people at Chick-fil-A, fuck them. Like, you go out of your way to say, we don't do gay weddings. First of all, no one's trying to get married at Chick-fil-A. Second, that's just mean. Like, why are you being mean just because somebody, you're, you're not even in front of that person? You know, Hobby Lobby a sponsor? <laughs> Actually, I think they might have been at one point. Yeah. They, no, maybe not. No, I got, Same I'm thing. Confused they also else. are against doing gay weddings. Are they? Yeah. So well, Then they're not a sponsor anymore. But it's just a weird thing to me that, like, because of your religion, you're willing to hurt other people's feelings. I think it's a shitty thing, which is weird because I hurt people's feelings on this show all the time. It's, like, my role here. But I do it because I'm an asshole. Mm. I don't do it in the name of Jesus. Well, it's just so much, so much energy put into things. Like, did you see the Dave Grohl thing? Yeah, I love that. Okay, like that was pretty funny. Now, I, I thought, what I found a little bit strange too, though. Now I didn't get the full context. Are they protesting outside of his concert, or were they just protesting in general? That's I think where they, they were doing stuff? a thing like near his concert. But I don't like, know if they were protesting his concert. I don't know. Probably. I mean, maybe. Probably. They do concert stuff a lot. I, I feel just like. remember, like you know, it's crazy to think back. I was thinking this the other day. It's weird for me to watch the Olympics this year because they all still say 2020, the 2020 games. Do they? The, the, the signs, like, actually in Japan say 2020 and there's nobody in the stands, which I'm finding. What's I the don't time like, difference? Not that long. <laughs> but it's crazy to me because I start saying to myself, you know, it's almost like the year that it obviously happened, but didn't happen. It like jumped a year. Because when I think of 2019, that was the last like real normal year, right? And the the time that we'll probably look back on as the quote unquote good old days, okay, was really freaking crazy. Like 2019 was no bargain either. Do you remember everyone was so excited for 2016 to end? I remember that was the year that everyone was like, yeah, 2016, good. Or was it 20? Well, like no, 20... when Trump, no, when Trump got elected, I remember everyone was so mad all the time that first year. And it, yeah, that, it was 2016. They were like, yeah, 2016 just got to end. It's just got to end. And um, I think it's only gotten worse. It's pretty wild. I mean, I don't want to, you know. I'm leaving politics out. I'm just saying I, that was my reference point. I remember that was the 2016 election, and I remember it being a very hostile time. Mm -hmm. Well, because it brings us into the, the next topic. I had a couple people write in, not necessarily questions, but a lot of themes, asking you know, do I think people are stir crazy these days? Are we are we going nuts? Or are is our threshold for stuff a little bit different? And it made me think of what we had to deal with. Now, it, where we are in this hotel every day, we deal with some pretty wild stuff. Okay, um, 
And I would say, you know, I don't know that it's people acting out of character because at the end of the day, you got to remember we're also working at the Jersey Shore, right? Um, but we had to pull somebody out of the koi pond the other day. We have a pond of koi, okay? And a gentleman just decided this is the time to just jump in there and get a picture and do whatever. And it just, to me, it's like, are we, it's almost like we're so desperate to have a good time while we're out now that just everyone's like, it, it's just all over the map. I think a lot of people, yeah, I think people are bored and people are kind of pent up. And um, I, I also feel like I'm one of like a hundred people on the planet that aren't angry about everything. Like, I'm wondering if it's bad how little I care about shit because I don't get into like arguments about things like everyone else. But um, yeah, I, I do think people are bored and people are star crazy for sure. I think also you see a lot of this with like parents and things, but now I think you see it with everybody. Um, they like listen to whatever they listen to or watch whatever they watch. And I think they start to embody that. So like if you're somebody that watches like, I don't know, a certain news channel all the time, you're just going to become really passionate about like repeating those points over and over again, because it's just the only form of like human voice that you heard for years. Like what you watch on TV. Like I'm out of movies, like, completely out of movies. So I, you know, like, there's nothing else to watch. So when it comes to like, I don't know. I think people are just are, they're taking on different personas based on their kind of like, there's nothing to do every day, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to avoid people because lately, to your point, people are fucking crazy. So I've just been kind of, um, it's just been a weird, it's been a weird year and I'm hoping it gets back to normal. Well, whatever normal is. Normal is also responding to questions. This again on the, the, the crazy family tip was big uh, this week. Dear Albie, I'm 40 and and I'm 40, been married 16 years. My husband's family are adult bullies to me and others have treated me bad from the beginning of our marriage. I eventually was kicked out of the family for not following their unspoken rules. Long story. Anyways, my husband cannot mentally handle me talking about their behavior. They are still toxic to this day, or he can't mentally handle me talking about COVID. He gets mad and angry if I do talk about those topics. He even has gotten verbally, verbally and physically abusive. I feel controlled by him and muzzled. Is he right and I should not talk about those things? I am so confused because talking is my personality and I hate to be controlled. What can I say? Also, I feel like that's his role as a husband is to listen to his wife. What do you think? Um, I think when you're at home, you should feel very comfortable to say and do whatever you so please, so long as it's not hurting another person. So the only person breaking a rule in my book is him. Mm -hmm. And fuck that guy. Fuck his family. And you should go do your own thing. Because, again, first of all, the physically, mentally abusive thing, I just have no patience for. I think it's the lowest thing you could do to um, another person. Second, um, again, I, I think if there's one, I think there's one thing that's really criminal in this world, and it's not feeling like you could be yourself in your own home. Um we see it with Brittany. We do. Apparently, there was some movement on that today. Um, but but I, no, I, th- I think people, I, I think you're, I don't know. I mean, first of all, I, I do have to say, when you're saying, like, I got kicked out, I don't know how you get kicked out of a family um, for unspoken rules. Like, and then you say long story. I kind of need to know the story at that point to, like, have an idea of how crazy this family is. But a lot of people will stick with a relationship because like, Oh, well, it's a good family. I like the people around them. And like, he's not terrible. 
But it doesn't sound like there's any redeeming qualities um, to your marriage, and you should just get out of there. I think, to me, it doesn't even need to be details. The second you use physical abuse, done. You know, that that's that. I mean, I, I think that there's, you know, that's definitely not something you should tolerate, and that's 100% certainly not something you cause by talking about his family. You know, like, look. I also think once you're married, and um, our family's probably going to get upset, but I would imagine dad and mom both feel the same way. Once you're married, that's your family. Mm -hmm. So you shouldn't tolerate any disrespect towards your family. Like Cassandra and I got married tomorrow. She's not allowed to, I'm not, I don't want to say allowed, but I'm not going to tolerate her being like, hey, your brother's a piece of shit and I hate your sister and all that. And I'm going to tell her, well, we're married, so you're more important. But you're also my family. So like the same way that I wouldn't let my wife talk badly about my family, I'm not going to let my family talk badly about my wife. It's you're you're all the same amount of important to me um, or more in, 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 you know, over time. Like I would imagine after three kids and 30 something years of marriage, dad doesn't look at mom as an equal to his sister. They've, they've been through more life together. So um, I think he needs to uh, grant that again, I, I'm still on the, the opinion of you should just get out of there. But um you, once you're married and you've started a family, that that's what you didn't start a a, a co-op family. You started a family. Well, it's, a, it's a new it's a new branch of that family, and that's the one you have to take the most seriously. You're also in there 16 years. Well, that's mean, a long time. That's I didn't a really hear long that. Time. Yeah, it's 16 years. Yeah, he's not. I don't like this guy. You know, like it's it's really just. You know, it's just it's unexpected. It's unacceptable if you're dating a guy 16 minutes. But I think no matter what, you know, you get into some other questions. I mean, like taking that that aside, um, you know, I think it's the role of everybody in a relationship to listen to each other. I think that things stress like it's it's important to understand what stresses other people out. But there's a difference between having a trigger for you know reasons that we might not fully understand that just creates an argument and then somebody getting physically abusive. That's a totally different thing. There's, there really just shouldn't be a trigger for that. So, you know, outside of all of this, I mean, you know, there's just nothing like Chris is saying, there's just no redeeming quality there. Just not seeing it, not seeing it at all. That's just me. That is just me. Well, it's not just you. Cause I said it. Too. Well, right. Yeah. True. All right. Got another one here. Dear Albie. Candace, Don, and Jules. So, I'll stay quiet. Whatever. Appreciate your sage advice on a family dispute. I have an upcoming family vacation plan with my in-laws, my husband's parents, siblings, and our, and our children. My husband's parents have graciously offered to pay for the trip, and we have accepted. My husband's parents and sister have planned everything. Early on in the planning, my husband and I said that on one of the nine days that we would like to go somewhere specific, and others are welcome to come. Turns out the others in the family don't want to go. My mother-in-law has brought it up a few times trying to talk us out of it and clearly doesn't want us to go. Each time I brushed it off casually saying it's not a big deal that we do something on our own one of those days, but she clearly seems annoyed. I don't want to be disrespectful, fully appreciate their generosity. Am I wrong and should I back down? This is something my husband really wants to do and the way I see it, a family vacay doesn't mean the whole family does everything together every single day. Love your show, Annie. Um, interesting. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. And I don't like saying this, but usually I'm not, I'm not the guy that's like, oh, hey, we need more information. That's not my thing. It's a long trip. Nine days is a long ass trip. Okay. 
Um, just because they're paying for stuff doesn't mean that you can't go on a different kind of an excursion. And you should, especially when you're inviting everybody else. But if you're saying like, hey, everyone's afraid of heights and we're going skydiving, okay, and the mom's got some kind of anxiety and you're going to turn her into a you know complete tailspin or whatever, or whatever you're doing is like dangerous, like that's a different kind of thing. You know, like I wouldn't, if whatever you're doing is stressing her out because of what the actual subject matter of the thing is, like what the actual activity is, that's a little bit different. But if you're saying, hey, listen, we want to see the sunset from a different angle, then tell them, chill out. You're with them nine days. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone, it should be kind of like uh, when you go to a destination wedding, like there's an itinerary and there's like two things, three things, like the wedding, the rehearsal dinner, and the welcome dinner that are like mandatory. Everything else is like, hey, here's what we're doing. You know, like we're going to do one family breakfast every morning. We're doing breakfast here. If you want to join, great. If you don't want to join, no big deal. Um, But, I mean, they're paying, so I guess your other option is just not going or paying your own way and being like, hey, thanks for the generosity, but we don't want to feel obligated to do shit um, that we don't want to do. So I'm just going to pay our own way, and we'll, we'll meet you a few times along the way. But I don't know. I don't know. I kind of like – I don't like situations like that. Like I, I, I get like that even at restaurants when I know somebody else is buying dinner I don't order. Like I kind of feel obligated to like make the least impact. Like I'm worried about like carbon footprint in, in, the, in a thing like that. Like I'm not trying to stress somebody out. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, I, I'm big on like – I don't really like to take much if I don't um, – if, if, if it's in my control to do that. So like, you know, even um, – you know, like when we used to get shore houses and things like I, I would feel a need to like help cook or clean or something like that because, you know, that's mom and dad. But uh, I, I I get it, though. Like you get one vacation. Nine days is a long time to spend with any group of people. Um, But there, she's married, right? Uh, it, I believe it says that. So yeah. like what, what's the worst that happens? You know, go don't hang out with them a few days. Like they're not going to like vote you off the island. Right. You know? They should be able to do that, though. That'd be pretty That's fun. a concept. That That's I a think cool vacation kinda... idea. Just in general. Hey, Urbano's here. Hold on. What's happening, Bono? Hi. What's going on? Nothing. How we doing? I'm good. How are you? Oh, you know. Chilling. Chilling. Um, we're talking about crazy families. Uh, where do we start? Well, there were this, late, this lady just now was coming in. There are two things. Number one, we were talking about... Um, and yes. Uh, <laughs> The well, I'll bring up the, the the second topic, I guess second. But um, have you ever gone on like in law vacations? Uh, no, but when I um, had my girlfriend, like we would go, like we took her mom with us, like we drove to Canada or we took road trips or we went to Florida. We took her mom, but her mm. mom was super sweet. If somebody was paying for you to go on a trip, and you said, "All right, listen, we're gonna plan our own thing one day," do you think like if someone's paying for you to go on a trip, mm-hmm. would you think it's messed up if you were if if or you're paying for a trip? Okay. Okay. And I say to you, oh, cool. This is awesome. But on day seven, okay, nine day trip, I'm going to go do this. All are welcome to join. Okay. Is it messed up to do your own thing on that trip? To do that? Um, if, if that person on day seven is saying, listen, I found this super thing and it's cool and I want to try it and it's my treat if everyone would like to go, but it's something I'd like to do, I wouldn't be upset. Right. I don't think that's weird either. No. Um, do you think it's weird if you were dating someone and then a few months in they said, I have a me day, and every Tuesday they just jerk off alone in a closet or a room? 
no, no. You did the closet made it weird. Yeah, well, the closet are, made it are, weird. Is that what they're really doing? Yeah, they're 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 playing with themselves. They have a me day. And it's just in that me day. They said is it a red flag that this guy has one day to himself every week that they don't get intimate. He just but does is that thing. is the me day? Like, but what is, is it they, for? Is, yeah, is like, it a mental, is, is emotional? It, like it's a mental health day. Like I need a mental health day for myself, and that no, might include fingering my asshole. I think it was. It was basically. It was pretty obvious that that was going to be in in the in the fold. I don't have the question in front of me, but he was basically she she even made a move on him one day, and he was like, no, 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 it's no, me it's day. true. I mean, listen, I, everybody has their own Sabbath. Maybe that's his Sabbath, like that's his holy day for himself that he set aside. That mentally, emotionally, and spiritually and physically, he needs to do his own thing. And when you're in a relationship with somebody like that, you kind of got to be like, all right, at least they're telling me. Would you? Would you? You know what I'm saying? Like, at least he's honest enough to say, listen, I need this one day to myself. And then all those other days, we could do whatever. And you could feel like the same. Like we have that day that, remember we said we were going to call a a day. Yeah, but it wasn't that. So that's my question. Like, is it, if it's rooted in masturbation, it's a little weird. But yes. like we all, we, I have Chris day or one day a year. If I text a handful of people, they have to stop what they're doing and hang out with me that day. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. And all those other people have like Urbano day and Lauren day. We invited you to this, but you didn't want anything to do with it. No, it's fine. Um, Cassandra Day and John mm. Day and Tally Day. So we have like you know, but doesn't and the group has to just drop. You have but to. But really, be what it is yeah. is more of a threat. Yeah. Like I'm always like, I'm going to call Chris Day next week, and it just never happens. But <laughs> it's nice to say. But it's but it's not. That but, doesn't mean hey everyone don't t- don't talk to me because I'm going to be in a closet. Like a, like a, yeah, but yeah. I mean, it could also be just that's how she's seeing it because he rebuked her physical advance. But maybe he on that day just likes just needs a minute to himself. And maybe he likes to, I don't know, pluck his balls. And he's afraid to tell her he likes to pluck his balls. So he needs to do it in silence. Pluck, you mean like literally? like with a I don't know what that means. but Okay. Just well, something that mm-hmm. maybe would be considered abnormal or, wow, questionable behavior to someone else. If it's something you like to do. To yourself, you know what I mean? Ball plucking. Here's something I like to do. <laughs> do you guys like to shop online? No. Yes. Well, we all shop online, Chris. We oh. all do. We do it. Uh, you don't depends on the, It depends on the site that I use. You would yes. actually uh, shop online a lot more if you had honey. Oh, I love honey. Honey's love great. Honey. No, it is. Yeah. We've been talking about honey forever. Honey. Uh, we've all seen that promo code field taught us at checkout, but thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one that fits your cart. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online. They range from sites that have tech, gaming products, to popular fashion brands, even food delivery. And this is just how it works. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, Honey button drops down, and all you have to click is apply coupons. And you wait a few seconds, and bang. It's actually, this adds up. And I found it because I wear the same thing about a million times, nice. as you guys know. Um, and this shirt that I already thought I was kind of getting a good deal on. I was like Peter Griffin. I, well, no, it's true. I wear the same thing every day. And I have now saved what I already thought I was doing pretty well on this. I've saved another 16 bucks on this shirt, oh, wow. which when you get like 100 of them over the course of the year because I'm a maniac. Chris, you should sign really up. Adds up. I, oh, really yeah. adds yeah, up. I'm already on. It really adds up. I'm always on. No, we talk about it. I don't have my phone or else I do it. We got, no, I, do this it. is one of those things that honestly, like, I can't. So I much really, honey. I, I, it's, it's not even just in the show. I've told a lot of people about Like it. Jessica Alba. Anyway. So much honey. <laughs> but Chris, if you don't already have honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. So get honey for free at joinhoney.com slash pineapple. That's joinhoney.com slash pineapple. 
pineapple. Uh-huh, honey. Which, there you go. <laughs> Slash pineapple. <laughs> but if you put honey on a pineapple, it also might be a delicious, sweet treat. Oh, my God. I, I'm right now years old when I find out about hot honey. Hot honey's great. Yeah. I love hot honey. Yeah. I think you turned someone. I, uh, probably me because I'm a big hot honey yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. Hot honey? Yeah. yeah. What do you put on? Well, I guess what? Could I put on wings here? Everything. Uh, Toast. Here we do it on the fried bologna sandwich. I did it on cottage cheese. Um, cottage cheese is nice because it would be nice. I, I have it on regatta, so yeah. it's kind of the same yeah. thing. And then um, what do we do hot honey on ho- at home a lot? We do uh, – I can't remember right now. We do something. Everything. Yeah, we do something with some hot honey. But also we shop with honey, and whoa. Yeah. Yep. The savings. I put that honey on everything. <laughs> Now, uh, we have mom's birthday coming up. Yes. And I thought of you because um, she. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure this out. We got drunk on Sunday and told her about it, so now it's not a surprise. <laughs> yeah, it's not a surprise anymore. Um, as a matter of fact, she We actually didn't... called her into a yeah. different room and went, surprise! <laughs> yeah. straight, up in, straight up inviting people now. Um, She's inviting people? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so um, That was a pretty good surprise, though. It lasted up until like a week before. That it was, was good. Pretty good. Um, I'm trying to find her a shaman. Oh my god! Where do I get myself a shaman? What kind do you want? I don't know. I didn't know I mean, there's more than one. Well, there's different. There's different spiritual beliefs. You can get like a, a santero, which is like one in like a santeria, which is like a Latino form of. Why'd you point to me? She like, needs like an, saying. She, she, she wants to get like a uh, uh, just kind of like an energy cleanse, positivity. Ray K. I know a Ray K person. Do you know what Ray K is where they kind of? Is that like what they do in? Um, is that in uh, in the Lion King? You know that? No, that's Rafiki. Yeah, but is Rafiki like he's kind of uh, a rock? He hits him with a stick and he Maybe. draws stuff and he's okay. like a, yeah, he I is he's like spiritual oh, guy. Well, I feel like yeah. So yeah, All right, well, I'm on I think that's why they call him Rafiki. Do we, we have anyone? Do anyone in the in the in the in the uh, podverse that could recommend somebody? Because got somebody that we're working on, but like to fly them up is oh, a, that's lot. a lot. No, uh, no, no. I have a couple people. Do they need to speak English? Probably, or we need a translator. I think it's better if they don't speak English, but they shouldn't speak a language that anyone. Like it's got to be like a, like an ancient language. You're like an eighty-year-old man. I think that's perfect. Yeah, I think he speaks Spanish. How do you? How I do think you it's talk? better it's if they like don't speak the language. Coughs, you figure out. How do you? Know, how do you know? <laughs> I don't get Urbano started on old man. I met him at like an like a bodega in the neighborhood, and he was like old, and he was carrying bags, and I I took him home, I gave him a ride, and then. I kind of just started visiting him as I realized he was like old and I would give him like $20 and then I found out what he did and he would so, give me like... But is he a shaman? He's like a, yeah. He has all these... I, he, I've come to find out that he's like a santero. He's like a... He practiced with herbs in Haiti and Africa and he's done all these rituals. He's like 80. He's been practicing. He's from Cuba. I think it would be better if they... If whoever we got spoke no English. Because oh, no. Then, you know, I understand like 50% of what he says. Because says. then the problem is whatever spiritual person we get mom... Mom like lives her life to the letter of what that person said. Yeah. So if you can't understand what they said, it's even better. Yeah. Yeah. And I've come like he went to prison and he has this like, yeah, it's an interesting story. Got a lot of. But I understand fifty percent of it, so I could be making most of it up. <laughs> it's a very shaman-like story. It is. It is. It is. He's on a quest. So. Well, we got to we got to look into that. And then I had um. One quick little. Uh, this is kind of as an aside. We were trying to get Christine on the pod for for a minute. Okay. Did, did you meet Christine for the first time? Butler. No, I know Christine. You've known Christine for a bit. Yeah, like I met her, met her last at, summer. At, okay, last right, summer. right here, here. Last you summer, met her here. Absolutely. Um. So I, uh, I, I have a a friend that I've recently uh, reconnected with because he moved to Asbury. Okay. 
so he was dating a girl and now he's no longer dating this okay. girl. Um, and he goes, do you have anybody for me? I said, you wait right there. And I FaceTime Christine. Oh, nice. And her friends picked up. Okay. Basically vetted the guy. Oh, shit. Okay. Son. Well, she kind of looked on from a distance and they were about Was this it. all impromptu or was it? No, it was all impromptu. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So um, he's actually. I don't like that the friends have so much power in the beginning of the relationship already. Well, that's I think, every, I, think that's I think everybody just kind of like, really? like, like setting it up, but that, okay, that's something I kind of put on the radar. But no, I might actually have him on the show because he said he had a, a update for me, and I said, you know what, Christine, you don't want to come on the show? Don't worry, I'll bring the show to you. Can you call? Are you him? making this guy him? up? Who the fuck no. is this guy? No, Dino. Uh, can we you call know him a little bit? Uh, no, well, but he, like, I don't know where it's gonna go. That's let me just see. If, let me see if there's a real update for. Like, oh, oh no, wait a second. I think I can. I guess who it is, but not on this. Is he gonna be here later? Potentially. What? Potentially. Okay. Um, but we'll discuss it. Door. But I might, I think this is a long way of saying I might have a story. We'll see. But I think what we're going to do is we're going to try the other way. We're going to try and cr- introduce Christine to someone on our end and then see what happens. We're going to try and the pod, pod our way to happiness for Christine. I think, I think Christine is a super sweet girl. Me too. Yeah. She's super cute. She got a hot body, great attitude. She smiles. Mm-hmm. She just has a lot of girlfriends who are in relationships or with kids, right? I think that she's just kind of in her always head problematic. about that's wanting. I think she's being too result oriented. She just gotta chill. Yeah. All right, here we go. One more, dear Albie and crew. I am nine months pregnant. Everything has been easy until late when discussing labor with my husband. I only want my husband and I in the room. We have shared our entire pregnancy with everyone, as it took us a lot to become pregnant. One in eight. I want labor and our first few moments as a family to be only us. While he agrees, here's the issue. My best friend is a labor and delivery nurse at the hospital we are delivering. There's a chance my friend will be working. My husband feels if we allow my friend to come in the room as a working nurse, his mom, who is also a nurse in a different area, will be mad and it will cause drama forever. His mom holds grudges for everything. She has every... His mom holds grudges for everything she has Every, I guess she means ever, she has ever been wronged over. Don't get me wrong. I love her. She's a great mother-in-law, but I do not want her in the delivery room. My husband said if my friend is working when we go in, we just say there's a conflict of interest and we don't want her to be our nurse. My okay. first thought, she's my best friend. I don't want to hurt her feelings. My second thought, I don't want to cause any ripples with her employer. To add to this, my sister agrees my best friend should not be allowed in there, working or not, adding fuel to my husband i would say i would love to say f everyone this is my delivery but it's not who i am and i respect everyone involved any thoughts or words of wisdom thanks val wow all right is this baby jesus why do we need so many people well, in the room when this baby's delivered? <clears throat> and it's a lot and i think val you can't say you're not if that's how you feel then that's how you feel but you have to look at it from everyone the great thing about it val is you have all these people who want to see your vag split open and a human coming out of it. They want to see, they want to witness the pain of you shitting yourself as a child comes out of your vagina. Right? That's love, bro. You are loved. Um, On the opposite end of that same spectrum, I think you have, uh, and it seems like it wasn't an easy ride uh, getting there, you have potentially but one opportunity to deliver a child into this world. Um... I would suggest as little people as possible in there. If the plan was you and your husband, the plan's you and your husband. Yeah. If someone that works in this hospital is essential to delivering a child, and if you have a nurse there that is close to the case and wants to, like, 
you know, like they're obviously going to try extra hard to deliver your baby, yes, but like but at the same I don't time, think they slack off other times. Yes, but they're emotionally invested. It's just like here. If let's say one of the server's best friend, mother, sister, cousin are all at a table and it's a really busy night, it's going to be hard for that server to remove themselves from that family table and give everyone equal service. Yeah, I really don't. Because there's an emotional commitment. Yeah, yeah but let me ask I, I don't you like that's when people, the problem. I don't like when people really desperately try. Yeah. You see this a lot at weddings with like a maid of honor yeah. or a best man. When they try to make someone else's day about them, them. and that's what this yeah. feels like. And like, let's not like trick yourself. You're bringing a person into the earth. Yeah. So you should probably just like keep it, keep it small. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what I would blame all day? COVID. Yeah, that's what you just say. And for your best friend, it to me at first when I was li first listening, I was like, well, who wouldn't want their best friend? Like if I was going through something and I knew Chris was an expert, I'd be like, damn, I really want Chris there because I know he has my back. But at the same time, if the the pact that me and the person who are going in together is like, listen, nobody there but us, then it got to be nobody there. Well, the rule. but hold on. If you weren't there when it was made, you're not there when it's delivered. Well, hold on. You're the best friend in the room when you made the kid. That makes things more complicated. Then it's not there. Here's what I would Next say, Next time, be there in the beginning. But what we're talking about, the examples but it is we're giving. Ultimately, it is Val. It should be her Yeah, but, but hold on, though. Well, we're, let, let's think of the examples we're giving, and I think we're, we're correct. When other family members get involved, especially in a wedding, it always gets screwed yeah, up. Yeah. It is always the person that is either, oh, no, I'm stepping in, like I'm yes. helping, yeah. okay? <laughs> that is the reason shit goes bad every single time. Facts. I have never in, in my time being here, okay, yeah. have had the person come in that I'm like, hey, you know, to, to someone's cousin or yeah. sister or best friend, especially when it's the friend, yeah. okay? Wow, thank you so much. We couldn't have done our job without you. It yeah. has never happened. They've, They've never always, not gotten yeah. in Let the me, way. And, and just so it doesn't sound like we're bitter wedding people, I've never been in a wedding party where I was like, oh, thank God they're here. Otherwise, yeah. these pictures would have got fucked up. Yeah. Like, it's if it's not the bride, if it's not the groom, I just – I just don't care yeah, about your I, opinion. And I just think having a kid is too damn important. Yeah. And then if you end and up hating is, your friend yeah. one day, you're always going to kind of be like, well, oh, well, they were there. Now, like the but hold moment. on. Now watch this, though. Okay. That being said, and you're, you're, you gave the example before of like when someone's family's in. The reason that we have a problem with that is you yeah. don't give effective service to the people around yeah. them. Yeah. That, yeah. They're not the problem. No. Your family's taken care of. No. This is one of those weird situations because what you're talking about right now is, and I get that it's your friend. I want the A squad yeah. in that delivery room. Yeah. If that means I've got, you know, my friends, cousins, whatever the blah 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 are all for whatever reason, they're yeah, all delivery room nurses. Mother's also a nurse. Now again different side of the nurse though. A different, different nurse. Different and kind. Not really like if you're not requesting this girl, this girl isn't requesting right. that shift. She yes. there's multiple women giving birth at different times in these Yes. Maternity wards. Yes. Yes? Yes. So I mean, what's the probability? So I think you're putting a stress on I on yourselves, there's a lot of pontification, and I think that is problematic. There's a difference for a between, pregnant person, right? Well, look, and that's what I meant. Like, you're, yeah, like yeah. you're nine months pregnant. Yeah, this is what like, you're thinking about. Chill out, but deep th breaths. There's a difference though between just a make a decision, a professional argument and an emotional argument. It's both, though. And if you're getting emotional about it, and you're making this decision based on emotion, here's who I want in that room. Then you're making a bad decision. If you're gonna, if that room, okay, and I feel like your husband should be down with this too. If that room is better. With your friend in it because yes. of the quality of nurse she is, your friend should be in the room. That's it. Okay, that's it. That's it, Basta. But you're you're not inviting her as a guest. You're not planning no. your birth. No. 
you, it, maybe it happens. I don't really know. I don't know if it's a planned pregnancy, if a planned delivery, if it's going to be. But, a, but it's not. Hey, uh, but it's I got news for you. Now. It's not, in my opinion, a conflict of interest. If your doctor, I believe it's your doctor. Your doctor knows his nurses. If your doctor says this is the best delivery team, oh, okay, then I want it. The conflict of interest is yes. your husband saying she shouldn't be there. That's the conflict of interest because yeah. he's worried about making his mom upset. No, it's yeah, it's the mom. And at that point, you pull. The, at that point, you know what you do. You now have as much rights to make a decision as that mom does because the same way that mom wants to involve herself in her, her child's life, so do you. Mm -hmm. And you now have the right as the parent to say, no, this is my child, our child, and this is what we're going to do. And you'll still be there. Yep. I would leave it, honestly, I would leave it straight yeah. up to the yeah. doctor. I'd say, listen, ma'am, what do you what do you think? What are your thoughts? But if she's got a talent for this, whatever, you're taking the emotion out of it, yeah. that's where you are. And that's and that. I think you and your husband just need to look at each other in the face and just be like, whatever, let's just let's just do this. What's safe for both of us? Forget everybody's feelings. It's about our health. We, it's about the baby. It's about the mom. Because as men, we can experience it emotionally, but women really physically have to do something. And we as, I have no idea what that means, bro. I can't even use the bathroom yeah. sometimes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's all I got, guys. Yeah, me too. Lovely nice. seeing you both. Any, any parting words? Uh, no. Okay. Honey slash pineapple. Love you all. Love you, Jeremiah. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.